It's important, perhaps more important than ever, to consider how compensation and rewards fits into a larger picture that protects customers and enhances customer relations. But how can this be done, and what are some of the best practices that are moving the industry forward? To find out, we spoke with Chris Thurmond, Incentive Manager for First Tennessee Bank, recorded at BAI Beacon. Welcome to BAI Banking Strategies where each week we'll focus on the key issues facing financial services leaders. We'll bring you objective opinions and actionable insights that'll help you power smart decisions. I'm your host, Lou Carlozo, the Managing Editor at BAI. Come on in. Thanks again for tuning into the podcast. It is wonderful to have you here with us. And today we have Chris Thurman, the Incentive Manager for First Tennessee Bank, and he's based in Nashville. Chris has been responsible for sales compensation programs over the last five years, which includes incentive plan and reward recognition strategy. Chris is also responsible for performance management processes for roles that fall within the bank network and analytics to illustrate individual branch and market performance. And Chris, great to have you here on the program today. Thank you. My pleasure. So what a challenging role, incentive manager. What is it about your role that gets you really excited and going in the morning that really drives the passion for what you do? Well, I think that's a good question. What I like about my role is it's fairly diverse. You know, you wouldn't anticipate a role like this being diverse, but in my mind it is, and a couple of reasons for it. There's a heavy analytical component to it. So, of course, you're dealing with budgets, you're dealing with individual payouts, but you also link to strategy. You know, that's a big component that gets me very excited. So you get a good understanding. It's important to have a good understanding of where you want to go from an organizational perspective. You communicate with lots of different groups as well. You've got communication strategy around the branch network, which of course falls underneath the responsibility of who I incent. But then you also have some of the senior executive responsibilities from a communication standpoint as well. So it's a fairly diverse skill set, and it's one that's very enjoyable for me. In addition to a diverse skill set, there's also a diverse number of needs that go into sales. And you spoke at BAI Beacon about creating greater clarity, loyalty, and value. Break that down for us. Of course, in the current environment that we're in, it is very important that as financial institutions consider the full end-to-end process around account opening, sales processes, sales tools, and the fulfillment of all of those new relationships. And so it's really made banks hone in on what's important there. And I guess what I mean is you can't just think about the sales process as being a unit or a widget. Clearly, you're onboarding a new relationship, which is important to all financial institutions, but you need to do so the right way. You need to make sure that everything correlates with one another and connects with one another. Incentive plans need to drive the right behavior. You need to make sure that they don't encourage the wrong behavior. You need to make sure that you keep in mind the customer from a customer harm perspective. Clearly, you've got to make sure that your sales practices and sales processes and incentive plans don't drive the customer to be harmed through inappropriate account openings or utilization or those types of things. So it's really a uh, kind of an evolution of understanding the entire process end to end and how can you make sure that you connect all of the dots. And how do you connect all of the dots? That is a fascinating point. It's certainly a challenging thing to do with an organization of any size. I'd say the best way 
to go about that. And this has really all come about in the last several months as an idea that we've instituted is a kind of a cross-functional working group that we call the sales practices working group. We realize that there are lots of different groups within our organization, and I'm sure others as well, where you're all doing really good things. You've got areas such as corporate security or retail audit or sales operations or compliance or risk and these various areas. And they all do really good things of making sure that we function appropriately as an institution. But we didn't exactly have the connectivity that we needed. And so we formed this working group so that leaders from those various areas could have a monthly structured meeting to make sure that we share current trends, things that we're seeing, and just to make sure that we're looking at this holistically and to prevent anything systemic from popping up that would be inappropriate within the organization. So this is kind of a short-term step that we've taken within the last four months that we feel has been good for us thus far and is directionally correct. Lately, there has been tremendous change due to technology and other factors that are coming into play. How have you seen sales and incentive strategies in the industry evolve just over the last 18 months, let's say? It certainly is evolving. We certainly understand that customers are well-equipped. You know, they have access to endless amounts of information. So a good portion of training programs likely focused on the product alone rather than the actual conversation with the customer in understanding where their needs may lie. So I think that it will continue to be even more important going forward as information is readily available to continue to understand how to connect with your customer, how to allow the conversation to guide you in a way to get a better understanding of what they need, and then provide the solutions that they're looking for. Now, if the customer is one end of the equation and we determine that it's an entirely new process that's not product-driven, how does this impact employee engagement and drive? That's a good question, too. I think a big portion of it is role clarity within the organization and the role that's customer-facing. So having the employee understand their part in the process, what the organization needs from the employee and from the engagement, and also you know tying rewards and recognition, variable compensation, performance evaluations, all those types of things to those areas of importance. So clearly it's not an easy thing. You know, many organizations are pretty complex, so they have a lot of different initiatives that are ongoing. And I think all of those things make it where role clarity is even that much more critical. You know, understanding the plethora of things that need to be done within the organization for a branch salesperson, helping them understand what the most critical components are and where their efforts can make the biggest dividends for the company, I think is important. So if we have customers on one point of the triangle and then we have employees and their level of engagement as a second point, we have on that third point, the regulators, (laughs) which I think is a point a lot of us would like to see shrink. But in terms of regulators, how have they shifted their focus onto sales practices and what has that meant for the industry in your view? I would say the shift has been fast and significant towards a focus on sales practices. It's certainly been a hot topic over the last 12 months. There's always positives that come out from anything that's kind of regulatory. It's made financial institutions 
really take a hard look at what they do, and the likelihood is they really found that they're in good shape, whether it's their culture is strong or their processes are strong, those kinds of things. And so that's how I see organizations responding going forward is how can you fine-tune what you do, in particular if you feel good about your overall situation, to make it better, to make it stronger, and ensure that you stay in the direction that you're going. That is a platinum question. When you look ahead to that near term and the efforts you're making, how are you fine-tuning? What's the goal right now? You are very full of good questions today. (laughs) Uh, I would say that we are doing our best as an organization to understand what drives the relationship. So if you think about it from a customer perspective, what are the things that are important so that we can meet customers' needs, grow relationships, and understand the markets that we serve, understand where our opportunities lie in the markets we serve and where we have the ability to fill needs. So I think in looking at strategy and where we pursue opportunities, you know, how we react both from a regulatory perspective or just from a competitive perspective, I'd say that we're looking more towards analytics than we have in the past. It's not that analytics haven't been important or leveraged, But I would just say the need for data and the ability to understand what the data is telling us and how we can adjust and react based upon that analysis will continue to heavily influence the direction we take strategically. And that is truly a challenge that faces the rest of the industry. It's obvious from talking to you today that you're more than up to the task and more than up to many of the challenges that you mentioned today. They are poignant. They are powerful, and yet it's people like you who are making a difference. So, Chris, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. Absolutely. My pleasure. Thank you so much. Chris Thurman is the incentive manager for First Tennessee Bank, and he's based in Nashville. Be sure to look for Chris on LinkedIn. And here are three key takeaways from today's podcast. Number one, customer perspective matters. And in light of that, you can't just think about sales as a unit or a widget. Incentive plans for your employees drive the right behavior and keep the customer in mind while making sure that your behavior is holistic and looks at their long-term needs and goals. Number two, understand that in today's digital age, customers are well-equipped and have access to vast amounts of information. The focus is shifting from the product to the conversation, and the conversation matters more than ever. Technology can play a role in understanding of the customer and what their needs and goals are. So make sure to use a great balance of the technology and the information that you gather and the customer conversation as it progresses. And number three. Employees want and need role clarity as they drive your efforts to create opportunities in the markets you serve. Know how to guide them directly so they understand their part, their importance, and how compensation and recognition will reward their best efforts. Thurman's views and conclusions on employee incentives make one direct line crystal clear. Customers matter, therefore employees matter, and if you ask employees what matters to them, incentives do. In this clip, Melissa Van Dyke, who's the president of the Incentive Research Foundation, outlines some key research that proves employee incentive programs are critical 
for the success of businesses in the new economy. Listen. The top performing businesses in the new economy, and I mean that statistically, so the top 20% of businesses, and that is uh, calibrated by year-over-year sales growth as well as customer retention, those organizations were significantly more likely to use non-cash reward and recognition as a part of their human resources toolkit. Those organizations that did use non-cash reward and recognition, interestingly, had three times the year-over-year sales revenue increases compared to those that did not. Well, let's face it, banks don't just compete against each other for business, they compete against each other for talent. And getting that talent depends a lot on what you do to retain that talent. Without question, incentive programs work, but it also gives us pause that when we talk about non-financial incentives, what should those be? You can start by talking to your employees. See what matters most to them. Gather their input and take it seriously to develop a plan that helps you win the battle for peerless talent in the months to come and well into 2018. Thanks again for tuning into our podcast. Be sure to check out our ever-growing archive of podcasts at BAI.org and look for us on Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook to stay up to date on BAI's latest and greatest. We hope you tune in next week when a new podcast goes up and you can look for me on LinkedIn. I'm Lou Carlozo, the managing editor of BAI. We'll see you soon. So long.